1: You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law.
2: This is a Football Friday edition of Dirt and Sprague. There's glory in the legends of this hard muscle life. And there's poetry in each season made of sweat and strife. Dirt and Sprague on Football Friday. Brought
3: to you by the ALNA Sportsbook. Watch the games in the region's largest video wall and wager on your team at the ALNA Sportsbook.
4: All I know is, you mess with me, you got problems.
2: Dirt and Sprague on 1080 The Fan.
5: Let's do this final hour during spring here on Portland Sports Leader. 1080 The Fan, 99.5 HD2, the Odyssey app. Thanks for being with us on a football Friday. We'll talk a lot of AFC, NFC title games. We'll do some gambling here in the final hour. Spring in the line coming up. 8.30, get your fake sponsors in. 503-250-1080. The disappointing thing is come Monday, this, these both these games just suck. <laughs> you just get two blowouts. <laughs> Bengals roll them, <laughs> Eagles roll them, and it's like, Great. Nothing but disappointment. Let's all pray that doesn't happen. Yeah, okay. uh, on the line now was the host of You Better You Bet, Odyssey Sports Betting Insider, Ken Barkley. Insider calls are presented by BetMGM. Go check out all the latest lines today on the BetMGM app. Also, be sure to listen to the You Better You Bet podcast for more of Ken Barkley's analysis. Just search You Bet wherever you find your podcast, and you can follow him on Twitter at Lockie Lockerson. Is 2020 vision going to help you see the board more clearly and win some money this weekend?
6: Well, I told the doctor before they uh, before they fired the laser beams, I was like, look, it's it's championship weekend. So if we could like make a tweak to the machine in some way, like I don't I don't want to see 2020. I want to see like winners. Like that's what I want to see. And he was like, sir. He was like, sir, please lay down on the table. <laughs> he was like please. like, this is, it's like a, this is a Wendy's kind of a comment. Yeah. it was like, sir, please, please stop saying stuff like that. So we're doing we're doing good. I don't know if we're going to see the board any better. Uh, but I can okay. see it without the use of glasses, so that's really good.
5: Well, let's uh, Ken, let's see if you see the board the way we see the board. We did not see the board the same last weekend. I'm curious to see if we see the board the same this weekend. Uh, let's start with the AFC. We we talked about Burrow, Mahomes, Cincinnati, the bum ankle, all of that. Uh, you know, side, total stuff. Where are you at right now on that game?
6: Uh, the side, I think, is it's kind of like, well, why do you bet, right? If it's, all right, because I, I bet because I want – I want to get the best of the number. I want to like get a better number than is available before kickoff. And then there's the other reason to bet, which is like, I think I like, I have an opinion and I think I'm right. Like who I think is going to win the game. Right. So in terms of like, who does Ken think is going to win the game? I honestly have no idea. I think Kansas city might win more often than Cincinnati, but like, I don't know about that. If it's about getting a better number, the number has obviously been on the move toward Kansas city as like, it seems more likely Mahomes is okay. So we get those practice reports sharp bettors are starting to bet Kansas City more often. Like, the number's moving in one direction. I don't think it's done. So, like, there are ones Mm. on the board right now. There are a few of them. Kansas City favored by one. If the goal is to get a better number than exists at kickoff, then you should bet Kansas City minus one. Because I don't think it's going to close one or one and a half. I think it's going to close like two and a half. That's what I think it's going to close. Now, who wins? I don't know, man. (laughs) This this game's so ridiculous. I mean, it's just (laughs) like, the number was going to be three before Mahomes kind of like, did what he did. It was going to be three or three and a half. Um, So I just, you know, I think Kansas City may be a little more likely to win. But honestly, it's like, if the bet is just your opinion, I think this is a great live betting game if it's an opinion, right? Watch Mahomes for the first drive. Like, if everything looks okay, the Chiefs should be bigger favorites. Hmm. Like, so watch the first drive. If everything looks okay, then bet the live market. Like, the Chiefs should be bigger favorites. I think that's, like, a completely reasonable Approach to take, knowing that the number was going to be three, three and a half if he was healthy.
1: Yeah,
5: man, that's a really good. Especially, I mean, he comes out on the opening drive and just can't move at all, just a statue right. in the pocket. You're like, that's oh, what yeah. you're worried
6: about, right. obviously, right? Like, you don't, you don't want to bet the Chiefs now and bet like Mahomes passing yards over, and then <laughs> right. you know, like Trey Hendrickson lands on him the wrong way on the first play, and you're just like, oh, okay, I'm dead. I'm actually just dead. I actually just can't win. Uh, so yeah, I think that's part of it. I think the total is affected by that too. I don't think the right total in the game is 48 if Mahomes is good. <laughs> I don't think that's true. Mm-hmm. I think the right total in the game is like 50 or 51 if he's good. But we don't know. Like I've, I mean, do you guys know if he's healthy? Of course not. Do I know? <laughs> of course not. Is he 80%? Is he 60%? Is he 20? We just don't know. So it's, it's a fascinating live betting game because it's a, lot, it's a game where you actually could learn a lot In the first 10 minutes, most of the time you're not learning a lot. It's just like scripted drives. everyone's healthy, whatever. Like the NFC game is going to be the same way. This game, like you might learn a lot in the first 10 minutes. Is he running at all? Like is he mobile whatsoever? I think that's like a really interesting way to look at
5: it, yeah, it's really yeah, it, it, there's no doubt. I, not knowing the health of the most important player on, on the field makes, makes it a little tough. Well, makes, makes, it makes it a, a little, little challenging, challenging for talent. sure. Yeah. Can, can I interject real quick on on both of what you guys are saying? like i I hear you and you you might be right. Like he could come out Sunday and move around and look like Patrick. but I mean, we know he suffered a high ankle sprain, right? And even though we have some video of him walking and doing a calisthenic or walking from a microphone to a hallway... Toradol is powerful. I I don't think that concludes or tells me any... As as a gambler, as somebody wants to bet on this game, I don't know if that tells me anything. I know when that injury's bad, it's a six- to eight-week injury. If it's mild, it still seems like it's a three- to four-week injury. It's the worst of the ankle injuries. And so I, I just... I don't know if we don't know his health. I I don't know if I'd ever go as high as 70%. Maybe I'll be wrong, but I don't know. that. That's such a bad injury for almost every athlete that suffers it that I kind of in my mind, and maybe I'll look like an idiot come Monday, Ken, but I'm kind of concluding he's at a suboptimal level of what he normally is in terms of how he operates.
6: Sure. So you could, I think you can be right about everything you're saying, and I think you can still like Kansas City in the game. That's the sure. funny thing. Yeah, I mean, um... la- last year, last year the Chiefs were seven and a half in this game. Wow, seven and a half. Jeez. So, like, you can so you can make that you can say everything you just said, and it's like, all right, cool. The numbers one. So like what I mean I mean talk about a discount right versus like what we saw last year and obviously the Bengals won that game and won the regular season meeting this year and Mahomes has some kind of ankle injury. It's just the the only thing about like it's a six day week injury. So Mahomes had a high ankle sprain in 2019, and Andy Reid's kind of like on record this week is saying like this one isn't quite as bad as that one. Yeah. Basically, and if you go back to 2019, I believe so. It was like week I think. They played the Jags in Week One, and he got hurt. I think something like that. And if you look at the six games after that, he basically went over four hundred yards like five times in those games. <laughs> so, so you can again, like, you can be right, like he won't run as much. And but at the same time, he's also like the best player in the history of the league. <laughs> yeah. And if he is, and he, and like, and the other thing is, the Chiefs have a whole week to figure this out. Yeah. Like the Jags game was the tricky game because think about it. Like you're the head coach, you're Andy Reid, you're Eric Bieniemy. In the moment, okay, like. Our, our offense is predicated on this guy scrambling and creating plays. Cause like this year's version of the chiefs is a lot of that. Okay. Now we can't do that anymore. What's the plan? Like, what's the plan? And you have five minutes to figure out what's the plan. That's impossible. Like what a tough situation. And those are smart guys. So they figure it out. Okay. Now you have a whole week, like, you know, what it is. You have a whole week. That, this is like the Bengals with their offensive line, right? Like they know they don't have the players too. They also know they don't have their offensive line, so they can play. They can game plan, get the ball out of Joe Burrow's hand really fast. Like this is what they did against Buffalo, and like figure out a way to neutralize what, what ended up being a pretty mediocre Bills pass rush. Like the the team that's playing knows the guy's hurt too, so. My guess is the, the really smart guys are going to figure something out.
5: Yeah, let, let's go to the other game, Ken. I, you know, I, I, there's a few times this year where I have not listened to you, and um, immediately into a game, I've thought to myself, "God, I'm an idiot." And and last last <laughs> Sunday was one of those, or I guess Saturday night was one of those games. I loved the Giants last week. Yeah, this Why? was a Giants show, Ken. That's to be honest awesome. with you. That, that, that's a tough, that yeah. was a tough spot. I don't know. Like it, I teased him up. Uh, yeah, it was over. I mean, the game, like, two, one, one and a half drives into the game. I'm like, Ken Barkley's a genius. I'm an idiot. Why didn't I listen to him? This is stupid. I'm losing all of my money. Let's fast forward to this weekend now where you get Brock Purdy going on the road, Mr. Irrelevant. We all know the story, in Philadelphia. And it's just it, it feels like a lot of the momentum, gambling-wise, is on Philly's side here. They blow out their opponent. The Niners have to eke one out. They're playing at home. Seventh-round pick at quarterback. How are you feeling about the NFC title game?
6: I think this is another game where, well, let's be honest, like big difference between the Niners and the Giants in terms of like handicapping Philly opponents. I mean, the Giants were a very good story this year. They also like didn't win double-digit games and had like one of the worst rosters in the league. And this may be the best roster in the league. They actually may be the two best rosters in the league playing each other, which is pretty crazy. Um, I agree that Philly should be favored. I agree that it should be less than three. Now, like, what should the exact number be? I think you can disagree. Uh, If it goes to three, I would be really tempted to bet San Francisco at that point. Mm -hmm. But I honestly think the way to play this out, we were doing this on our show a little bit early in the week. It just seems like a game where, like, picture the first quarter of this game. So it's 3 o'clock Eastern on Sunday. The crowd is going absolutely insane. It's Purdy's first road playoff start. It's Kyle Shanahan, comma, conservative coach. (laughs) Like, the Diners have a phenomenal defense. Doesn't this feel like a game where, like, a win for the Niners in the first quarter is just don't do anything stupid? Like, Mm -hmm. doesn't that seem like a big win for Mm them? And just think, knowing the coach, too, who, like, can't stop kicking field goals in big situations and punting. Like, they're punting at midfield in all go-for-it situations. They're (laughs) punting the whole game. It's Shanahan on the road with this quarterback. They're never going for it in those spots. So I think there's two ways that that kind of applies. I think the Eagles are really likely to win or at least not lose the first quarter of this game. And I also think it's really unlikely that the first quarter is going to be particularly high scoring. I just, I think this is like a feel it out kind of a situation because San Francisco is going to want to do that. That's like they're going to play everything that way. I would be shocked if a combination of Kyle Shanahan and Purdy came out and it was like, take shots. Like, what about Shanahan's history tells us that that's remotely possible? Mm. I mean, this is a team that wants to wear you down, and then in the fourth quarter, they're the best fourth quarter team in the league for a reason. So they run the ball really effectively. They have great weapons, and they have a quarterback with play action that's awesome. So I just, I think the way to bet this game is silly early, and then if they don't blow the doors off them, like if it's close down the stretch... If you like San Francisco, I think just wait for that setup. Like, the Niners are blowing out the Eagles in this game. There's, like, no way that happens other than Hertz throws four interceptions or something. Mm -hmm. But the Niners' path to victory is basically, like, get this 13-13 with five minutes left, and then, like, let's go. And let's, like, put together a really good drive, and let's see how it goes. Mm -hmm. Like, the path to victory is not, like, take lots of risks and get up four touchdowns or something, but the Eagles can do that. And I think the Eagles early in the game are more likely to do something like that. So I bet the Eagles in the first half and the first quarter, that's how I've chosen to bet the game. And if we get into the second half and it's a close game, yeah, then maybe I'll bet the Niners to win. Like I I don't see it playing out sort of in a a crazy Niners build a lead type of situation. Mm. I think it's like Eagles aggressive early, more aggressive than San Francisco. Maybe it works, maybe it doesn't. And I think there's sometimes the Niners just get blown out in the game. So I, Philly early seems like the best way to
5: do this. Yeah, it seems like you got a lot of live betting going on. I think that's a, a pretty good approach, too, about these games, given the nature of situations for, for all four of these teams, I guess, at this point. Uh, look, at non-gambling, I need you to unplug the gambling side of you right oh, now. No. I know.
6: Really? Oh, it's like plugged in big time. We're yeah, yeah I know. You're gonna
5: reach, yeah. reach, reach real hard. Pull that cord out. I need you to all unplug right. gambling. Just as a sports fan who loves football, sure. what is your, if you get this Super Bowl, you'll be the happiest from a football standpoint, no gambling involved. I need football fan Ken, uh, fan Ken Barkley to tell me what matchup in the Super Bowl is, is, is probably the best to him.
6: I need the Niners to win for that to happen. Like, I mean, the, the Eagles are not an interesting story unless you're in a Philadelphia fan. There's not. They're like a really talented team that's good. Like, what, that could be any year. That could be any team, any time. The Niners have literally the last pick in the draft as their quarterback. So Mahomes against that guy or Burrow against that guy is a way better two weeks of buildup than just, like, here's this really good Eagles team. Mm -hmm. And the Eagles are, I mean, they're better than the Niners by a little bit, at least. So it's not like they shouldn't win or they don't deserve to be. It has nothing to do with that. But just fan-wise. Yeah, you want like the Mahomes-Purdy juxtaposition, or you want the Burrow-Purdy juxtaposition? Which, like, imagine if Brock Purdy, like Burrow, went to the game last year. He's awesome. He's beat Mahomes. Beat Mahomes six times basically in the last two years. Imagine <laughs> if, imagine if Purdy gets a ring before he does. <laughs> like, imagine, imagine, like the most undeserving comparison where you have all the stats and it's like Super Bowl wins. 31, Burrow 0. So, like, who's really better? Um, yeah, either either quarterback from the AFC is like a bonanza. It's, a, it's an awesome, fun thing to watch. And then I think you need the Niners to win the other game as a fan just because it's, like, kind of just more interesting.
5: I tend to agree with that. Seventh-round pick playing in the Super Bowl. Like, that it's insane. We've never seen a rookie win a Super Bowl. I, I'm with you on it. I also don't know why, but when you said that, I now have this mental image of a 55-year-old man sitting on his porch somewhere in Cincinnati smoking a heater and going, Bengals Niners again. F&A, man. (laughs) Right. Here we we go again. Here we We go again. again. (laughs) I've seen this movie before. Terrible. Is John (laughs) Candy in the stands again? All right, there you go. He's the host of You Better You Bet, Odyssey Sports Betting Insider. Ken Barkley, Insider Calls are presented by BetMGM. Go check out all the latest lines today on the BetMGM app and make sure to give him a follow on Twitter at Lockerson. Glad the eyesight's doing well. Have fun watching the games this weekend and uh, we'll catch up again next week next week.
6: Sounds good. See you guys next week. Yeah. Guys well played. Well played. Yeah. That's, why I, that's why I get paid what I get paid. There you go. <laughs> Kim
5: Barkley, if you better, you bet. Good stuff from him. I, I agree with that. Is he right, though? I think he, an Eagle fan is going to drastically disagree with that. The Eagles are a good football team. They're a great team. But the, the, the storyline of the Mr. Irrelevance starting in the Super Bowl at quarterback. But it's a two-week layoff. You don't think that's going to get old by, like, the oh, third every Super Super story. week? I mean, they all get old. Every storyline will get yeah, old. Yeah, but Philly Philly doesn't have Mr. Mr. Irrelevant, okay? And by the way, I I have a ruining interest here. I'm playing against myself on this. Philadelphia, I I just, they don't have the Purdy story, but they kind of do. Jalen Hurts being a franchise guy to me, it's not Mr. Irrelevant, but it's Mr. Right Now, holy crap, no one saw this coming for him. And Sirianni sounded like a buffoon in his press conference, (laughs) and they're probably the best team in football. Like, yeah, I guess I see the point, but I don't know. Philadelphia is a good football team. Like if we're talking football game, oh, it'll be a great game. Yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah. I, I, I think either way, it's going to be a great yeah. game. And I do want to get to, um, I do want to get to a note on that here. Coming up in a moment, we will spring the line at the bottom of the hour. I have all the Super Bowl lines, by the way. Oh, of what the potential lines would be of in every matchup's? matchup possible. Okay. I have all the lines, and I'm curious what you think about that. Okay, we'll get to that on the other side. A couple of coaching updates as well, uh, both in college and the NFL. So we we'll try and cram as much as we can into the next segment. We'll do some gambling coming up, bottom of the hour. Back after this on the...
0: Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank.
4: Shopify.com slash Odyssey Podcast, all lowercase. Go to Shopify.com slash Odyssey Podcast now to grow your business no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash Odyssey Podcast.
3: Okay, picture this it's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. waste the weekend or do something a little more epic and conquer it in the all-new hyundai santa fe visit hyundaiusa.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details hyundai there's joy in every journey
5: all right we'll straighten the line coming up bottom of the hour Ten minutes from now, 503 uh, 250 We all had really bad weekends last weekend. I mean, you're saying really bad, at least when i one and two. I, I mean, go you, got one, you got one right. You did both right. Oh, you for got three one. 3 is a really bad weekend. Thank you. <clears throat> Did you go over three? I did. Yeah, I did. What were your picks? The Giants I knew you had. Giants? I took the over in San Francisco, Dallas, and Jacksonville karate chopped my head off with That's 20 you, seconds left. You pivoted yes. out of the Bengals pick yes, because you got this stupid fantasy of winning this contest. I'm a competitor. What do you want from me? It's <laughs> what makes me great, okay? This is what makes me great. I wake up and I piss excellence. This is what makes me tick. I already got my picks. I wrote them down on the show sheet. I'm ready to go. I'm gonna laugh when we have the same three picks. I love. It. I got a. I caught a random stray from a listener too. Somebody tweeted the fan and was like, you know, Sprague misses picks, blah blah blah. And the fan, I don't know who, I don't know who did it, but somebody quote tweeted it with like a laughing emoji or something. And somebody tweeted a random stray. Well, at least you didn't go zero and three like dirt. I'm like, hey, hey, hey. What am I catching strays here for? People don't forget. I'm not tweeting anything at anybody. Why aren't we throwing shade at Swigard? He's like 15 games below 500. People just feel sorry for me now. <laughs> So get your fake sponsor. You catch the most shade of anybody. Who, me? Yeah. Why am I catching shade? I don't know. I'm above 500, still on the year. I'm having a good year. I have a theory it's your nickname. Oh, you think so? Yeah. I just think the nickname offers you up as guy that should catch flack or easy target guy. Uh, One thought, because you have the Super Bowl lines in front of you, so we can get to those here in a moment. Every possible matchup, I got all the lines here. I was thinking about this. You brought it up earlier this week, but I've been noodling on it all week, because I don't think you can make this argument last year. And it ended up being somewhat unfair, because Cincinnati won the AFC title. But coming out of that Kansas City-Buffalo divisional round game, what did a lot of people think? That was the Super Bowl, right? Like, I remember the aftermath of that game. It was like, that felt like the AFC Championship game. That felt like the Super Bowl. Sometimes you get that. Remember Seattle-San Francisco, Seattle, San Francisco. Seattle. That kind and of ended like of that, the Super Bowl. Because yeah. Seattle blew out Denver in the Super Bowl. So you had that. Well, Kansas City lost the next week, so that kind of fell. And then Cincinnati ended up losing to the Rams. The Rams won the damn Super Bowl. But you, I think at the week going into the conference championship, you wouldn't have necessarily argued these are the four best teams in football, right, at the time. I think you could easily, I think you brought this up earlier this week though, but I've been looking at, it. you could easily make that argument this week. You could. like um, With Buffalo looking the way they did late in the year, and especially yep. getting dem- demolished by Cincinnati, there's nobody you would take ahead of Kansas City and Cincy right now in the AFC. Not even close. Nope. And in the NFC, it has been these two teams essentially all year. Yes, now, maybe, nice. You try to argue could the Cowboys do it? Maybe Tom Brady and the Bucs. Hey, Packers are getting hot. Giants are fun. But we knew that Minnesota was fraudulent. Giants are fraudulent. Tampa's below 500. Dallas is Dallas. Like These are the two teams in the NFC all year that we've looked at and said two best teams. So that's a really exciting note for me this weekend that you don't always get it because the NFL playoffs are fluky and you get upsets. These are the four best teams in football. And and these lines, I mean, the lines indicate everything, right? It's not to say you don't get a blowout, but I, I think Vegas understands what we understand. These are two pretty evenly matched teams in both games. Um, and look, the Cincinnati for, you know, I made that comment earlier this week. I understand Cincinnati had a slow start. Uh, Buffalo gets off and demolishing the Rams on national television. And at that point, we're like, holy crap. But look, Buffalo, their record doesn't indicate it. They didn't look the same at the end. The defense got banged up with Von Miller. There was a real sense. And then Cincinnati kind of surged there at the end. Yeah, I, I do. I think we got, and we don't always get it in this league. It's part of the reason the league is so interesting is so many fans think their teams have a shot. But I like when we get this on occasion, when we get the four best teams in football, almost from start to finish. Yeah, it's a good sign. What are the lines for the four potential matchups? Okay, so very quickly, I think you, did you agree with Ken on the Super Bowl? You'd want to see if you would? I did, yeah. Okay. I think I think the, a rookie starting in the Super Bowl is a crazy story. It's, a, it's absolutely a great story. Swag, what is your Super I Bowl I would dream? most like to see Bengals-Eagles. Bengals-Eagles. That'd be a great game, too. Uh, Chiefs. Against the Eagles in the Super Bowl. Would you guys ta- care to take a guess at the lines? You want me to rattle through these real quick? I mean, I imagine they're all relatively one, one and a Yeah, half, two and a half. Yeah, you're right. I'll just rattle through them. You're 100% right on that. Uh, Eagles minus one against yeah. the Chiefs. They're all essentially pick em, so. Bengals against the Eagles would be Eagles minus one and a half. Okay. Chiefs against the Niners would be Chiefs minus one. Hmm. And Bengals against the Niners would be Niners minus one. So the Bengals, the weakest team of the four. Huh, interesting. Yeah. I threw up a poll question on uh, who's your pick right now to win the Super Bowl before we know who wins this weekend, so we'll update those uh, responses. The crazy note that Ken gave us there, the difference in line from last year to this year in the AFC title game. I totally forgot, it was seven and a was, half. I think I gambled Kansas City, too, and I was feeling great at the time. Because I might have as well, because they, sh- they were up big at half. They were going to score at the end of the half. It yeah. would have been a, what, 21 or 24-point lead? But I can't remember the score off the top of my head, but they, were, they dominated that entire first half, and then they had that brain fart at the end they didn't get any points and it just crumbled from there so it's crazy how different uh the line is a couple of quick nfl notes we had a listener requesting a mario cristobal firing his oc segment oh i saw that we'll get to that next week probably (laughs) it's afc nfc title day it's a little tough that's Um, the assistant coach in college football of the year that he hired and one year into that He fired that dude. You know what? I will say, if you're a Miami fan, at least, like, look what Luke Fickle has done already at Wisconsin. Like, he went and hired a different OC. Like, we're going to air it out. I'm not going to be ground and pound. We're changing the way this looks. Josh Gaddis is not that. He's a he was at Michigan. It's a we're lining up and running the football down your throat. maybe. Maybe it's a sign of optimism because Mario can't get out of his own way. I'll believe it when I see it. That's, that, that's where I'm at right now. Uh two coaching notes in the NFL. Frank Reich hired former Carolina Panther quarterback yeah. as the new head coach of the Carolina Panthers. I like it. I mean, teams aren't hiring Sean Payton. Nobody wants to pay the price. Yeah. It's fifteen mil a year and maybe multiple draft picks. I don't I don't fault them for that, and he might be destined for Denver. I don't know yet. But uh I liked it. I understand Frank Reich in the way it ended in Indianapolis and he how you're a quarterback. But yeah, I think that was the thing is the luck thing blindsided him so heavy, but his team was kind of made to win that he pivoted into this, like, Oh, replace him with current yeah. guy. And he got stuck in that. And it's easy to have that happen. I hope in Carolina, they go get a, a fresh new quarterback out the draft and, Really try to build this thing up. They, did they draft somebody last year? No. Remember, they went. They got Mayfield. They've gotten Darnold. They got Darnold. Yeah. They've gone the different With, veteran okay. route. I was trying to remember where all like the ridders of the did. world went last year. And I had forgotten if Carolina took somebody. Matt Corral, didn't they? They might have taken Corral, yeah. Okay, so I don't know where he's at on that. But I, you know, I, I think Frank Reich knows how to coach. I just think he got stuck playing the quarterback you know, musical chairs thing too much. They have the ninth pick in the draft in April. So maybe the, Seattle might be looking to move down. Some of these teams ahead of them might be. If you're looking for a quarterback, you got a chance to go get them. Felt a little bad for Wilks. Uh, yeah. I thought he actually turned them around pretty well. I thought they were going to go to crap, and he had turned that around, and... Kind of felt bad for him, but I, I think he'll catch on. He he showed a lot this year as a coach. Yeah, Frank Reich, just another example. Good offensive mind, good coach. He needs a quarterback. He need a quarterback to win in the NFL. He didn't have, have one in Indy. He took Philip Rivers of the damn playoffs. He damn near beat Buffalo in that wild card game on the road in Buffalo. Very close. Yeah. So he needs a quarterback Was we'll he can get it in Carolina. And uh the artist formerly known as Jason Swigard's favorite team. The Dallas Cowboys are keeping their defensive coordinator Dan Quinn sticking around. Yeah, so I saw this yesterday, and my initial reaction was not the one I saw everybody else going. What? Why would he not want a head coaching gig? One, have you seen the candidates like the teams available? I don't have a lot of interest in in those teams. And I, no offense to any of those fan bases, but they're they're in really tough positions. You need the the guy that's going to be able to change everything, and maybe D'Amico Ryan's in Denver. Sure, is what does it. Dan Quinn's playing this a smart way. And people are not giving this enough consideration. If Dallas comes out of the gate after this disappointing into their year, and they're a bit of a struggle bus, Dallas fired four assistants, one of which was Mike McCarthy's longtime right-hand man. If Mike McCarthy, who was just told reportedly that he is supposed to be the Tom Landry of Dallas and coach there for 26 years. Jerry said he wants him to coach Dallas longer than Tom Landry coached Dallas. Which, when you get the the public backing of the owner, it means privately he hates you. <laughs> uh, if they start slow... Who do you think is going to get hired as the head coach? I think it's going to be Dan Quinn, yep. and I think Dan or Quinn, Kellen Moore if he's back, but we don't know if he's going to be back. I think it's going to be Dan Quinn, and I think Dan Quinn took this knowing I'm good at what I do. Plus, we know and I can be the coach <laughs> of the Cowboys. We know in
2: the past, Jarrow is not opposed to paying his coordinators two nope. and a half, three million a year. So he also California. falls in love with the coordinator. Yep. Ask Jason Garrett. I meant
5: it.
2: All right, there you go. A couple of coaching Every notes out of the Every time his
5: name NFL. gets brought up, we should all three at the same time. Just start Just, clapping. Did you guys see what Garrett said? He also awkwardly winks on Sunday Night Football, and it makes me very uncomfortable. It's it's the worst analysis on national television is him and Tony Dungy. <laughs> so- I hope Tony Dungy, he won't have to publicly apologize. Reportedly, NBC, uh, you know, a lot of the community of NBC felt a certain way about his litter box tweet. He's not having to publicly apologize. At least, like, make him start the segment standing in a litter box. Like, do something to publicly shame him. Shame, shame. Because he just deleted a tweet and got away with spreading, you know, false information. Hey, kids want to be cats, man. All right,
1: let's spray the line. Get your fake sponsors in 503 We'll tell you what we're gambling on. We'll do it next. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on What's in Your Podcast queue.
5: Sprague in the line. Sprague in the line. Sprague in the line. Sprague in the line. Sprague the, the line brought to you by Jaden Rashada. He was promised $13 million. Sprague was promised a medium cheese pizza in his new contract, but life is full of disappointments. you get any new cheese pizzas in your new deal? We're currently... Um Going through some of that stuff right now And I thought about throwing in there Free cheese pizza Like, What would happen if I was like And I want a large cheese pizza On the fifth day of of whatever month (laughs) Would they be like Okay, we'll agree to that I will give you props For trying to get the Steve Levy clause in there That was hilarious You actually brought that up at a meeting What do you Uh, mean? Because he has that deal whenever Syracuse is in a Final oh, Four. Oh, yeah, the deal I asked He gets the time for. off. You ask I'm for, still going to throw it into my counter. <laughs> you ask for Oregon State New Year's Six Bowl game. I get to go. I said specifically, if Oregon State's in a New Year's <laughs> Six Bowl game. I want to go. You pay for the flight. I'll pay for the <laughs> hotel. And I'll get my own ticket. They're going to say no to that offer. Oh, but you will get rebuffed. Why Why would you not try? I you might as well ask. You know. Spring & Live brought to you by Swag, uploading all the hours of the show to the podcast like a Sprague pick. You can never truly count on it. Wow. I don't know what that's in reference he to. He takes a lot of strays good on the podcast. A lot of strays. Spring & Live brought to you by Oregon Basketball, much like a Sprague pick. They randomly decide to be good one week to give you hope, only to turn around and then lose to Stanford and S the bed the next week. I guess I would ask to that. Uh, can we? Can you show me where the hope was during the season, please? We got They killed Arizona. Uh, that's true. They blew out. Yeah. Spring and brought to you by Game of Thrones. Just like a spray pick, you feel good starting to invest your time and money only to be left unsatisfied. Yeah. Uh, let's get one more in here before we get to our picks because we're turning to bird. Spray and brought to you by Gonzaga Basketball. The poopy pants lock of the weekend is Zags minus 15 in Portland on Saturday. <laughs> so Jason Swigard. No comments. Hey, Swag, just nod. If I took that line, would you agree with it? <laughs>
4: What, what sweatshirt are you wearing yeah, right now? Yeah, wait, wait, wait.
5: You got a hat on too. Oh, you got a hat, okay, hat, hat and a yeah, shirt okay. over there. No bit. bias at all. All right, here's what happened last weekend. I sucked. Kevin Todd sucks. You two went one and two. I missed all three of my picks. Greg, you hit on the Bengals, lost the others. Swag, yeah. you hit on the under in KC Jacksonville, lost the under. KT went 0 and three. Swag only picked up a game.
2: Swag, Six that was your five. chance.
5: That was your if chance. You, if you. Faded all oh, his pitch. You did. We told you to do it last week. I did. You would have had a chance. Here's where we're at. Season standing Sprague 38, 21 and 1. Oh, wait. Uh, let me write these down because I think I annoy you when I ask after the season. Oh, ask again. You, you can do Oh, we can okay. do it again later because we're turning to murder all here. Right. Uh, 38, 21 and 1 for Sprague. I am 32, 27 and 1. Uh, Kevin Todd is now 29 and 31 two games below 500 and Jason Swigard at 23 35 Whoa. and two Ooh. Uh, off of your one and two weekends the T box is yours Mr Sprague uh thank you thank you I'm, I'm glad I'm stepping to the T box with the one and two record I, I've been saying it all week I understand it all the action is going the opposite way of this pick so get ready to Sprague fade. Um, give me the Niners plus the two and a half. It is moved up on some books as I look on Vegas insider to three. If you get a three number. Yeah. I mean, look, you love Philly three. If it ever gets a three and a half, take the Niners just off, you know, that you have to, but I'll take the Niners plus two and a half on the road. I get it. Everybody's fading me, but I'll do it anyway.
2: So Uh, I'll start with that game, but I'll look at the first half lines. I was listening to what uh, Ken Barkley had there with us and how conservative, uh, you know, San Francisco usually plays it. Uh, The crowd is going to be bazonkers. The weather shouldn't be an issue. Eagles right now minus a half point in the first half. Mm -hmm. I very much see the Eagles leading at halftime, so I will start there. Okay, well, what was the number again? Minus a half point. You Just got to win the, the first half.
5: It's all oh. you got to do. Win the first half. That is a good line. I like that. Uh, I'm going to start. Same thing. I'm, I, you know, I, I feel like I am uh, bobbing where everybody else is weaving this week. A lot of the money, a lot of the excitement is on Cincinnati and Philadelphia, and I'm either going to look like a genius on Monday or I'm going to look like an absolute idiot. It's uh. probably going to be an absolute idiot. But let's let's go down. Let's go down guns a blazing, shall we? Uh, I am zigging. There's zagging. And I'm taking the 49ers this weekend. I'm not just getting you know, to the, the Eagles blowing out the Giants this past weekend. I think the 49ers have the defense to bottle up Jalen Hurts. I trust Kyle Shanahan a hair more than I trust Nick Sirianni to dial some things up. I trust their rush defense a little more than I trust Phillies. I'm going to take the 49ers plus the two and a half in Philly. Makes me nervous. The Sirianni uh, wild card here is Sirianni might be willing to gamble on moments, whereas I think Ken's right. Shanahan just inherently trust the defense and kick a field goal well, to and that take point it. though how did they start the seattle game they in, in a driving rainstorm they came out chucking the ball downfield and what did we all say run the football so it's funny sometimes you can't make everybody happy uh, i'm gonna go to the afc championship game now and i've been riding them i got a futures ticket on them to win the afc uh and i i, I just think they're playing their best football the defense feels confident which is important and I'm filling in the blank without seeing it, but I, I just don't know. I don't see a scenario in my head today where Mahomes is doing what Mahomes typically does. I think it's a lot of pocket stuff. I think Cincinnati's pass rush, even with three, could get to him if they drop eight. Uh, I think we're going to see different looks, though, from the Cincinnati defense. That's what Big Lou does. Uh, I'm going to take the Bengals as a road dog, plus one and a half. Okay. Uh, basically going to bet the money line, by the way, because it's a minus 105 versus plus one and a half yeah. is a minus 115. But we don't do money line bets on this segment. So, I'll take the Bengals plus one and a half.
2: Okay, Swag? So uh, I'll stick with the uh, NFC championship game. The total's 46 and a half. I think you're going to see both of these teams with a lot of different sort of concepts, ideas, looks, whatever. The potential for big plays on both sides of the ball, even special teams, I think is there. I think the winner of this game gets close to 30. I'm going to take over 46.5.
5: Over 46.5. Okay, pick number two to the AFC title game. For me, I just think it's really hard to beat a player of Patrick Mahomes caliber. Injury be damned. Uh, four times in a row. Cincinnati's beaten them three times in a row. The interesting fact about all three of those games is Kansas City has led all three of them, two of them by double digits, including last year's AFC Championship game. The margin of victory for Cincinnati is three points in all three of those games, so it's not like they've been blowouts, and you're going on the road to Arrowhead. I just think it's really tough to beat a team four times in a row that has Patrick Mahomes at a quarterback. The reports out of practice are he's healthier than they thought he would be. Now, what does that mean? We'll find out when they kick the game off on Sunday, but I am taking Kansas City minus the 1.5 home in the AFC title game. Uh, I'm going to play the final one in the AFC championship game. I I think we're going to get points. It'll be cold, but there shouldn't be snow and rain. I think that's going to be good for these offenses. Um, Look, these defenses have moments where they look great, but I think we're going to get some points. Cincinnati dropped 27 last weekend in the snow. Now there's nothing to bother that. Burrow has the fastest release time of any quarterback in in the NFL. I think that makes up for the uh, lack of offensive linemen. And I think Mahomes will be able to score the ball. I'll take the over of 47-and-a-half in uh, Cincinnati and Kansas City.
2: Okay, swag, last pick. Now, I've got the line here at 48.
5: Yeah, on DraftKings, it's 48. Oh, is it? Okay, well, I'm yeah. looking on Vegas Insiders. There's a lot of 47-and-a-halves on books. So, okay, I'll take 48.
2: you got 48. I'm actually thinking that the Chiefs are going to try to protect Mahomes, try to run the ball a little bit more themselves. I think Cincinnati's going to want to try to establish Mixon Mm -hmm. uh, to bring the pass rush off of Joe Burrow. I think there's going to be fewer possessions. I'm going to take the under in this game, under 48.
5: Under a 48. All right, well, this will be a fun one then because my final pick is also on the over-under in the AFC title game. Uh, And I'm with you, Sprague. I I think it's going to be cold but it, I don't think that's going to impact the offenses. It's not going to snow. There's not going to be bad weather. Cincinnati showed last week that they had the ability to get rid of the ball quick and kind of neutralize their offensive line issues. And I'm not going to overreact to Cincinnati's defense with that game against Buffalo. I think Buffalo was going through some stuff late in the season. Turnovers were a problem for them. Uh, and I, I think Kansas City's going to have the ability to run the football at times against them. Mahomes is going to be able to move around a little bit. And with Mahomes just functioning with a right arm, I'm, I'm giving him good for like 24 points at home and I don't see this game being a blowout, so I think this game has a great shot at hitting the over. I also like that of 48 in Cincinnati and Kansas City. So here's where we're at. Swag is on the Eagles, uh, minus a half a point in the first half against San Francisco. The over of 46.5 in Niners and Eagles in the NFC title game. And the under... Of 48 in Cincinnati and Kansas City. Sprague is on the Niners plus two and a half in the NFC title game. The Bengals plus one and a half in Kansas City in the AFC title game And the Cincinnati Kansas City over of 48. I also am on the 49ers. I'm on the Chiefs minus one and a half against the Bengals in the over of Cincinnati Kansas City 48. Sprague in the Line is brought to you by Twitter, the comma free platform. <laughs> Spring and Line brought to you by Dirt's relationship with Chipotle, just oh, like Sprague's no. picks. It seems like a great idea at first, but will soon deliver nothing but crappy results. <laughs> Telling me, brother, it was a painful day yesterday. Spring and Line brought to you by Washington News Anchors. Our pronunciation guides are just as accurate as Sprague's gambling <laughs> advice. Well played. Spring and Line brought to you by Breaded Chicken Swag has adverse, uh, what is it? is as adverse to this as your wallet is to a Sprague pick. Wow. Uh, Sprague in the line brought to you by the Portland Pilots funding Swag's terribly heroic picks. <laughs> and uh, Sprague in the line brought to you by Nickelback, which is exactly what Sprague will receive if he closes out his gambling account. Oh. Look at this banner made! <laughs> there you go, Sprague in the line every Friday at 8.30. Let's send you off for your weekend. It's a fun one. Blazers playing. It's loaded. We will uh, close it up next on The Family. There you go, fist pumping your way into the weekend every single Friday. For housekeeping notes and for uh, Jason Swigard's interest, uh, we have Kevin Todd's picks for this weekend. He is on Cincinnati plus one and a half at Kansas City. He is on the under in San Francisco in Philadelphia. Oh, Swag likes the opposite. So you got That's an opposite. There. You got There's an, an to pick. pick up, yeah. pick
2: up a, or reduce the the bottle like om
5: and now you have to root for the san francisco 49ers at least in the second half because he is on the eagles minus two and a half against the 49ers so you're a second half niner fan first half eagle fan you're an over you want points 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 and uh you want no points in cincinnati in kansas city while uh well actually yeah while the Bengals lose because that would be your best scenario there but i hope that Actually, doesn't happen. So. <laughs> we all have our different gambling interests. Uh, hey, lost in the shuffle this weekend, but not for me because somebody's coming to town that I hope comes to town more often. Santa Claus? No, that uh, only happens once a year, okay. and I hope this guy comes to town more than once a year. Okay, Pascal Siakam's in the arena tomorrow night. As yes, he is. is he maybe trading maybe just maybe just do a swappy at halftime like hey uh, you take our guy we'll take your guy you want to hang around here for a bit pascal well, look that if pascal actually did become available there'd be a lot of suitors and i don't see that scenario playing out until at least the summer toronto's in a weird spot i don't understand this pressure toronto is dealing with or, or working under they're 5 games below 500 yeah it's it's been an awful year they clearly need to shake some things up but like the fact that og fred van Vliet... Pascal, they're all available. Like, what are you giving off all your assets or making them open for? Gary Trent. Yeah, just going to build around Scotty Barnes. Is that the plan? I I mean, maybe it is, but dude won a championship. He shouldn't feel like there's any pressure or urgency to make them a winner right now today. Yeah. I, I think he's got great pieces, and I don't think they've been very healthy this year. Move around a couple of the deck chairs, but it sounds like he's trying to build a whole new boat, and I just, I don't really understand that, but... I would love to have Pascal Siakam. I would gladly give them whoever they want, not named Damian Lillard. Anthony Simons, Josh Hart. What else do they need? What does Toronto need? A couple of first round picks. They really wouldn't need Josh Hart. They don't need Josh Hart. They they would, oh, that's an expiring contract, though. They well, yeah, they would want young players. Like I wouldn't be stunned if they if they got into that situation, asked about Shaden. Okay. Um I'd entertain the notion. I don't know how you do it. I want to win with Dame. I want to win with Dame. And I just, I'm not going to live in a fear where I'm too afraid of what Shaden will become in three years, baby Kobe. Uh, but I don't. I don't want to live with that fear. <laughs> the Blazers have won uh, back-to-back games. One of those was against one of the worst teams in the NBA, and they gave up 75 points in the first half. And the other one was against the Jazz, who have hit the absolute skids here lately. And they get. I mean, this is the schedule break we've been talking about. Toronto's not having a great year. They're coming to town. Uh, that game is tomorrow night at the Moda Center. But we all know the main meal is on Sunday. It is arguably. The best day of football of the year. Wildcard weekends great because you get more games, division around, you get back to back days. But when you get down to this, we had a listener texted earlier it was like, This is like two mini Super Bowls back to back. You get two mini, su- not a full size Dick mini Dick back to back games yes. on Sunday. And I cannot wait. First one at 12 on Fox, 49ers and Eagles. Yeah. Second one, 330, Cincinnati and Kansas City. I threw up a poll question last night and I want you gentlemen to answer it. I think I know where you're going to go, Sprague. I don't know sure. where swag's going to go. Uh, but the poll question, was voting right now before knowing the results of this weekend who is going to win the super bowl if i'm being like just sports guy just sport yeah not a bias cincinnati want, cincinnati's gonna win yeah. okay. now if san francisco gets there against them the rooting <laughs> interest will go away from that pick but cincinnati i i just i've been on them since the playoffs started i i think they found a groove here defense feels good Burroughs got the confidence run game looks great um yeah, i i, I think that I think I'd pick them. Okay, Swag, who do you got? Philadelphia Eagles. Philadelphia Eagles. Huh? Fly Eagles, fly. Fly Eagles, fly. God, Philadelphia just dominating the sports landscape. People have brought up a good point. It's kind of a good thing the Buffalo got eliminated because you know where the Super Bowl is this year. Uh, is it in Arizona? It is in Glendale. Yeah. With the waste management Phoenix Open going on, I know on. the dream scenario of going to both of the I mean, the dream scenario is yeah. there, and people bringing up good point. Like. If if Buffalo and Philly met in the Super Bowl in Arizona in February, that, that that's dangerous. Oh people are people are dying. Yeah. I mean like, that's just bad. We, the sun exists for them. <laughs> <laughs> what? Not good. Man. What is this? Not good. So it's good that uh, at least maybe only Philly's a psychotic fan base that's there. Uh I voted the 49ers, the San Francisco 49ers. Did you? Brock Mania. But a, they could it's lose a Great story, there. man. Like uh, Listeners agree with you, 33% said Cincinnati, 28% second place on this list was the 49ers, 22% said Philly, 15% said Kansas City. So people doubt wow. Mahomey and uh, Mahomey and his ankle. A scenario where the best maybe the best quarterback in football is the least we're least confident in it because he's got a bum ankle I want to come uh, full circle on a couple of you from earlier in the week uh, what percentage of the time do you get orange chicken as an entree at Panda Express I uh, got some responses to of don't eat yeah, never
6: eat that crap. yeah well good
5: for you I do uh, 51% of you say 100% of the time you eat orange yeah, chicken that's, 51% that's me 25% said 25% or less that kind of fit there uh, can you drive a Toyota Camry in the snow yeah. 56% of you said yes Yes, you can. That's not as high as I thought it would end uh, up. No, it's not quite. There's more people like me they are like, nah, I'm good. Not quite, not quite. So I'm sorry I won't be in on Monday. Well, there you go. I have a little three-day weekend plan. It's not going to snow. God stepping in here. Hey, don't forget while well, that boring AFC title game's going on on Sunday that nobody wants to watch. Uh, Winterhawk Spokane Chiefs on the CW. I commend you. Your <laughs> self-promotion knows no bounds. You are always self-promoting. Do not uh, get mad at me for not t- I will not. I'm legitimately contemplating turning my phone off. I'm not going to text you. I won't even well, text. That's okay. You you okay. T- I'm going to legitimately, like— No, I won't text. I'm going to turn my phone— I might just He doesn't unplugged. respond 80% of the time. That's you true. don't respond 90% of the time. I'm that's not true. texting you guys. <laughs> that's true. So uh, there you go. Hey— Let's just get some good games. I want to come in Monday and talk about how great no. those games were. That's all we're asking for, baby. That's all we're asking for. That will do it for us. If you miss any of the show, go check the podcast, 1080thefan.com. We had Alex Goldon from Kansas City. And our buddy Ken Barkley gave us some gambling insights. We'll tweet those out at Dirt and Sprague and at 1080 Fan. Thanks for being a part of our Friday, everybody. Hope you have a great weekend. Enjoy the football. Only two more football Sundays left before the end of the year. We will talk to you Monday at 6 a.m. Colin is next for listening to 1080
1: the Fan.